Live. I'm Tom D'Antoni, and once again, we're in World Cup Coffee and Tea at Northwest 18th in Gleason for another OMN Coffee Shop Conversation. Today, it's a real star in Oregon's classical music world. Suzanne Nance came to Portland to be program director at All Classical Portland, our statewide classical music service, and now, around two years later, she has been named CEO at All Classical. That's quite a change from her daily show and from wrangling on-air talent. How is she adapting? Does she miss doing her show? What about her new Sunday show? And when is she going to sing for everyone publicly here? Yeah, she's also a singer. All Classical is riding a wave of popularity, and she's right in the middle of it. Let's meet Suzanne Nance. Suzanne, uh, welcome to the cupping room. Thank you. It is a tasty little room. Right here at World Cup Coffee and Tea, Northwest 18th and Gleason, our benefactor. (laughs) I'm so happy to be here. This is really great, Tom, to be with you. First of all, congratulations on the gig. Thank you. It's a great gig, (laughs) a great place. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, And and you, you haven't been in town that long? Nope. Two and a half years. Did you come here as program director? I came here as program director of All Classical Portland from wow. Chicago, WFMT wow. in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you got that voice. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> you do. You do. It's great. It's Thanks great. for saying that. Here's the thing. Yeah. You're from Philly. Yes. I'm from Baltimore. Yes. When did you lose the accent? Well, I was just going to say you're from Baltimore. Well, I'm from Baltimore, Maryland. Baltimore, Baltimore. <laughs> you got it. You know, it's funny because my, my mother has the accent. All yeah. my cousins have the accent. Yeah. And I can do it. I can do yeah, the accent. Of course you can. Right? Uh, but somewhere, I think like in college and then right. after working for WHYY, right. yeah. I thought I can't say W. I have to say W, right? I have to fix these things. No, but W is right. W. 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 Exactly. It is quite an accent. You know, it's funny. I don't know if you know Murray Sidlin. Yes. Okay, well, Murray and I went to the same high school in in Baltimore. Oh, my gosh. And I was doing a TV story on him one time. And I said, look, let's just sit down and we'll just shoot each other, talking to each other with full accent. I love it. And nobody could understand us. And I put up, I had to, I put up subtitles. I put subtitles so up. So funny. Really <laughs> That's really funny. You guys were having a good time. We're going to get, we're going to the Asian. <laughs> You're going to the Asian. Yeah, that's it. Oh my gosh. I feel like I'm home. I know. Well, the accents are so similar. They really are. Actually, yeah. you know, I remember when we were little, we would be at mini putt-putt, you know, yeah. golf. And someone behind us would say, okay, you're either from Philadelphia or Baltimore. <laughs> Where are you from? Because it is very similar. Yeah. Well, it was so funny to hear all the Eagles fans. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I had my, I don't have a TV. Uh-huh. And so my mom was watching it and I called her on FaceTime and I yeah. said, mom, turn your phone around and face it at the TV so I can watch the <laughs> The last two minutes of the game. This is history for the Eagles. The Eagles. The Philadelphia Eagles. That's funny. Yeah. Fly equals fly. I know. I know. This is great. That's funny. Um, did you ever see the Defiant Requiem? Did you ever see Murray's incredible greatest work? I did not. Oh, man. No. Recommended? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, it's about the... Uh, um, Nazi uh, concentration camp of terrorism wow. where, where they were allowed to do Verdi's Requiem. Oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, no, it's, it's an amazing piece. Wow. Amazing piece. He, he mounted it out at uh, the Expo Center. It was enormous. Just absolutely enormous. It was oh beautiful. Gosh. 
Wow, yeah, I, I, I had um, the opportunity to interview a Holocaust uh, survivor in Chicago, a Polish uh-huh. woman, and it was one of the most profound experiences of my life, really yeah. profound. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, I, it left me changed. Right, you had to. Yeah. Well, years ago, um, Third Angle brought in uh, Steve Reich. Yeah, they do such good work. Uh, and, um, uh, and they did, of course, they did music for, is it 17? Seven, is it sixty? Is it, is it seventeen? Eighteen? Music oh, for eighteen? I think it's. It? I think it's eighteen. I think <laughs> yeah. it's eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but they also did one of the um, uh, one of the Holocaust pieces, and they had Holocaust survivors in the audience. Mm-hmm. It was just absolutely amazing. And it's um, it's amazing. The funny thing was, and uh, we have to keep uh, we have to keep making that art. We have to keep performing that art. It's so important that we keep keep. Uh, keep it all alive and talking about it because yeah. history is important for many reasons. Yeah. Yeah. So you were already putting your stamp on the station. I was. I was enjoying working with the station as program director and afternoon yeah. host. Yeah. And then uh, about a year later, John Burke said, okay, I'm ready to relinquish my role as vice president of programming. Uh-huh. So I moved into that role. Uh-huh. And then just about seven months later, um, our CEO moved on, uh-huh. and the board asked me, would I step into that role? Wow. Yeah. What did they see in you? Jeez, I don't, you'd have to ask them. Um, I think more than anything, I think they saw that um, I really believed in the mission of our organization uh-huh. and embraced the community and uh, believed in our staff and wouldn't ask the staff to do anything I wouldn't do myself. Right. You know, I, I'm a hard worker yeah. and um, yeah. I really love what we do so much. And so I'm really glad they asked because uh, I'm excited to do the job. Yeah. Were you a station rat? <laughs> That's a great question. <laughs> um well, what's your definition of a station rat? Just love being in a radio yeah. station. Just can't, just love it. Yeah. Feels like home. In my DNA. Yes. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I always like to say, I never met a mic I didn't like. <laughs> or didn't like you, apparently. <laughs> oh, because of your amazing career. Yeah, I just love it. I, You know, I am the person who would be producing there until 3 a.m. just right. because I loved it. Yeah. You know, get that right fade, uh-huh. you know, get the get the interview question edited and make everything just perfect. You're telling stories through the radio, and I yeah. love it yeah. so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are you are you still getting to be, getting to do any of that? I'm hosting a new show called Sunday Brunch. Yes, I saw that. And um, I'm really grateful. It's from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Sundays, but mm-hmm. I... I have that creative fix and I have that connection with the audience that I love. You know, I love engaging with our community. And it's great to be able to say, hey, what are you doing right now? The rain is really coming down. The fog's rolling over the West Hills. And here's a piece from Columbia, you know, and then the emails come in and we can have this dialogue. It's really special. So I'm lucky to have that. But but being the CEO of this really dynamic um, radio service and community service, it demands a lot of my attention. So I'm glad to be able to hand it off to Matt Rogers, who's now hosting my weekday shift. Uh, yeah. yeah, you can't call it a station anymore, can you? No. Yeah, right, yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> it's a different world. Right. Because how many, how, many, how, how many stations are, are, are there? Gosh, they're, you know, all classical stations? No, I mean, uh, that oh. you're on. Oh, yeah. Well, we're, there are seven repeaters. Yeah. 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 That's great. It's Amazing, yeah. and um, we're finally launching our second channel. We're la- we're launching a children's art 
Arts Network in January. So we'll be serving even more listeners. We have 6 million streaming from 200 countries now. Whoa. It's just grown exponentially. Huh. Yeah. Wow. And what is your role in that? Mm, My role is making sure that we are producing dynamic local content. Uh So where most uh, stations around the country, as you know, have cut back on the live and the local We've gone full force. We've gone to it. Um, We've ignored all the studies and all the surveys, and I Mm -hmm. think a lot of Portlanders would be cool with that. You know, don't go by statistics. Go what feels right, you know, and listen to what the community's um, doing and saying and what they believe in. And so we have gone full force toward live and local. And um, we've cut the nationally syndicated programming as much as possible. Mm. We carried the Met because that is a tradition, yes. right? The Metropolitan you Opera. To. You have to. Yeah. And we have um, four minutes a day of what we call the Composer's Day book that we carry. That's a really fun little syndicated two-minute program. But other than that, it's all locally produced, and we like it that way. And I think that's a big part of our 35% growth in audience. In, in, in what, what period of time? In three years. Wow. Yeah, 35%. Huge. It's amazing. It's amazing. And we moved. We moved out of our parents' basement. We moved from Benson High School a couple years ago into our new space at the uh, Opera Opera Center, the Hampton Opera Center. And we love it there. Uh Uh, People can hop off of the Max and come on in Mm -hmm. and listen to a live performance Thursdays at 3 take a tour of the studios so that, you know, those new station rats can find their passion and their calling. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Our doors are open, and that's unique. Yeah. 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 Wow. So, um, um, at KMHD, where I do my little show. Yeah. Great show, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. Mm -hmm. Um, We've had amazing growth, too. Yeah. And and it seems to be something with this market and an openness. Now, I know that, that in the classical world, it, I, I, at least, tell me I'm wrong, because I, I don't think I'm wrong, but I may be wrong. Um, with, with what's happening at KMHD, I mean, they've even rebranded the station now. It's called, it's called Jazz Without Borders. Yeah. And there's all kinds of stuff. Are you more constrained in, in the classical world? Because we're all classical Portland, yeah. or you know, I don't think so. And the kinds of and in, in, in what you can do with, within that. Yeah, you know? I actually think um, I actually think we are pushing the borders, like you are at KMHD. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, you know, classical. What a broad term! It's not just you know the classical era of yeah. Mozart. It's yeah. you know what is it? Well, it's ever evolving. It's really art music. It's really. Yeah. Um, it's it's you know. The, the sounds of classical, you can sort of identify it if you hear it, right? That's yes. I hear that a lot. Yeah. But we're pushing the boundaries so much. Sunday Brunch is a good example. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, flamenco guitar. There's some uh-huh. classical traditions in that there you go. spicy, there you, go. Yeah. you know, passionate music. Yeah. So, yeah, we are expanding the boundaries. And I think it is this community that's encouraging that. Absolutely. They're, they're open. Yeah. 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 Funny, though, uh, back around 2008, maybe nine. The first time I played a soul song on KMHD, you'd have thought I had killed Jesus. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, no. What happened? The phone just kept ringing. Oh, my gosh. Well, you got a response. I mean, I, but, but it's the Chilites. 
<laughs> oh my gosh! Wow. Funny. It was. It was hilarious. And that's only ten years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Uh, you know, I like. You know, we're so lucky. We've got a lot of positive feedback, but I really value the the negative feedback that we get occasionally. Uh-huh. Um, it means that people care enough to yes. say this matters and I didn't like that or why are you doing something like that right. and I tell the staff all the time if if people are going to take the time to invest by telling you what they don't like yeah. we're really lucky I suppose yeah I mean it doesn't feel like that when you get the email it's it like does. oh man or the phone call, or the when, phone call. when you're on the air yeah. oh gosh yes <laughs> oh yes but after you digest it you think you know what that person cared enough and how can we use that constructively uh-huh. Even if it wasn't delivered in a constructive way. Correct. Right? Correct. <laughs> <laughs> so um, when did you know you wanted to, 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 to do this? I mean, this, the radio. Yeah, yeah. Well, I was working at WHYY in Philadelphia. That's amazing. It was amazing. Just to, to have you in the building. Oh, my gosh. Working at WHYY is oh. like uh. going to the, working at the Vatican. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> I you know. know. Like Terry Gross yeah. uh, with Fresh Air taught me how to say uh what was it i was doing a voiceover and it was like the name of a car and it, and i wasn't saying it properly was it, it jaguar it wasn't jaguar it was like a mountaineer mountaineer oh. Oh. and I, and of course with my accent i think i was doing something like you know mountaineer mountaineer, mountaineer. Yeah, and you just, know just make sure your mouth doesn't right move. <laughs> mountaineer, yeah. mountaineer yeah exactly and it was terry gross and bill cunningham some of the greats yeah. in radio who yeah. said try mountaineer you know and I thought oh we can actually hear the consonants when you say that Um, but I was in love with their voices and I was in love with the medium even though Mm -hmm. mostly growing up it was PBS not NPR for me as a kid you know we watched the TV I didn't even know NPR existed Mm -hmm. so when I found myself working behind the scenes at WHYY and and them saying why don't you give this a go Mm -hmm. um, I tried television first and then came to radio and thought, radio's for me. You know, if you can learn to sparkle with just your voice, mm-hmm. just have that intimate connection, there's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. So I, I worked on it for years. Yeah. Went back to singing full-time after WHYY. Uh-huh. And then it just kept finding me. It found me in Chicago. And then I went to Aspen and made radio. And uh-huh. then Maine with NPR in Maine for seven years. Wow. Yeah. And then eventually I made my way out here. Wow. Lucky for me. So when did you start singing publicly? I was a kid. I mean, not, not just for your, for, your, for your parents and the <laughs> aunts and uncles. Yeah. Actually, I started singing for the public way before my family. I came home. Really? I told my mother I got the lead in the musical, and she said, oh, you, you got to be um, a singer to do that. <laughs> and I said, yes, I am a singer, Mom. That's what I do. You know? And she was blown away. She said, well, wh- when did you start doing that? And I just loved it. Um, so I sang my heart out, jazz mostly. Really? And uh, had my first big break at a jazz club called 22nd Street Cafe in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, and this woman changed my name, put me on the stage without any of, like I didn't even know, changed my name. I was Nancy Miles, N-A-N-C-E Miles, mm-hmm. and said, go ahead, kid, give it a go, you know. And I was like <laughs> on the stage with some really big legends, mm-hmm. and I sang my heart out, and I thought, yep, I meant, I'm going to do this. I'm going to be a, a jazz singer. But then my mom said, why don't you go and study music, get a degree, and then see where you want to go. Uh-huh. And that's where I fell in love with opera and classical. Uh-huh. 
Mm. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Huh. So who is your who is your your jazz uh, hero? Oh gosh, you know I love I loved um, Ella Fitzgerald. Right. I loved her for her musicality and how she could scat and sound like various instruments. Mm-hmm. And I fell in love with her musicality first, and then I went on to discover some of the lesser known greats. You know, um, and then yeah, I mean I just. Billie Holiday breaks my heart. Mm-hmm. Nina Simone is one of my all-time favorite singers. Yeah, yeah. All-time. Did you see the documentary? Yes. Isn't that amazing? It's amazing. Wow. What a human being. Yeah. 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 Huh. yeah. Huh. So you don't sing jazz anymore? Just from just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> just for fun. Um, I love it. I just love it. But um, yeah, no, I'll uh, mostly I'm singing more classical music and mm-hmm. and opera. But when I'm at home and I'm cooking, uh-huh. in the background, I got, you know, Miss Ella on and I'm singing Mr. Paganini along with her, you know? <laughs> yeah. So you could swing. I like to try and swing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> now, what is this thing about uh, that? that uh, so you, you must have run across this because historically, jazz people say classical, classical musicians can't swing. I know it. Yeah. And you say? And I say, uh, I can. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, she says sheepishly. That's the best answer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, you know, it's true. I do, I do even myself find myself saying like, ooh, I wish, you know, I wish ex-classical star didn't try and cross over, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and there is, you know, I used to sing the national anthem. I sang it at the Philadelphia F- uh, Phillies. Uh-huh. I sang it for the Flyers. The Phillies? The Phillies, yes. <laughs> Go Phillies. And, you know, <laughs> oh, say, can you sing? With my Philadelphia accent. But I've, I sang it, and, and my mother always said, that's a, that's a song for the people. You know, that's a song where... Yeah. Um, and then when I started, started singing opera, it was like, well, I'm not going to sing that anthem and be, oh, say, can you see? You know, no, no, I'm not going to do that. Okay. But you could. But it could. Yeah. So, yeah. So I think it's like you know too much. You learn too uh-huh. much about uh-huh. how to use the instrument um, scientifically, that going back to just all heart, grit, passion, uh-huh. not being worried about always making a beautiful sound, uh-huh. it's hard to go back to that. So I think classical musicians, they get too tied up in the notes on the page, and it's hard to, to switch back over. But some can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Of course, there's, a, there's a, a great trumpet player in the symphony here who's one of the great uh, jazz trumpet players on top, Paul Mazio. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. <laughs> um, so... So you're in you're in Chicago, mm-hmm. and were you recruited? I was recruited to Chicago. No, were you recruited to come here? Yes, and come here. Ah. Yep. I was when I was in Maine. I got a call from Chicago. Would I come to Chicago? It was hard to leave Maine mm-hmm. um, after seven years. Yeah. Yeah. It would either be really easy to leave or really hard to exactly. leave. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I love the community. I love yeah. Maine so much. So I went to Chicago. And then I got a call from Portland, Oregon. And I thought, uh-huh. oh, from Portland to Portland, this is yeah, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know, I'm really, Chicago's a great market, top third market in the country. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to leave. And um, the station here said, why don't you just come out and see? What time of year was it? It was summer. <laughs> you know where I'm going they with gotcha. this. Bright, 
blue skies, uh, sunshine, uh, mountains, yeah, coast, yeah. all of it. Um, uh, Pinot Noir and yes. food galore. And oh my gosh. And so I fell in love. And actually, I just, and, and I met everyone at the All Classical Portland Station. They mm-hmm. were all phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal producers, creative, good humans. And I thought, uh-oh, I'm in trouble. I'm leaving Chicago. Oh. And um, I love Chicago so much, but it was one of the best decisions I've ever made to come here. I feel mm-hmm. more creative here than I ever have, much like I did in Maine. Yeah. And, uh, and, and this is a great market, great community. Yeah. And so it's been really um, wonderful. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 that's, that's one of the reasons. That's not the real reason I came here, but it's, yeah. it, was one, it, was about number, it was number two. Did you come here from Maryland? I came here from Baltimore. From Baltimore to yes. Oregon. Yes. Portland, Oregon. It was, Good for you. Well, the funny thing is I, I wrote a, a piece I sold both to the Oregonian op-ed. When you could do that, yeah. you could sell stories to the Oregonian op-ed or anybody's op-ed. Back in the good old yeah, days. Yeah, right. And get paid for it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, and get paid for, <laughs> get paid for it. it. Now that that's a glorified Facebook post. Yeah. But anyway, uh, and um, uh, so I wrote a I wrote a piece about coming out here. I sold it to the Oregonian op-ed and the Baltimore Sun op-ed. Oh my gosh! And it, it caused quite a stir because it wasn't it was it was it wasn't kind to Baltimore, but um, you know. Uh, I, I knew this. I knew I had worked for every TV and radio station in town yeah. and all the newspapers. Wow. So <laughs> it's time to leave. Yep. You and had done it. Got here and immediately got a talk show on whatever 6.20 a.m. was at that oh time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, wow. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? Yeah. This is a great radio story. They hired me because I was a talk show host. Mm-hmm. Okay. And... Um, and I got I, I, when I sent them my handed them my my reel and it was all talk talk show stuff right, so I I the day before we you know I I I, I start for them they hand me the new format because they they had just changed the format and everything, I, you know uh, and um, and and I was it was news. <laughs> Wait a minute. You thought you were being hired to do a talk show. And I, wait, a minute, wait a minute. We'll just give it a try. So I get there. Oh, my gosh. In the morning, it was a weekend, right? And it was, it was the day, the, the morning after Princess Diana had died. Oh, my gosh. And, but, and I didn't care. Right. <laughs> right. I'm not a big Right. Yeah, royal family fan, you know. Right, right, and right. It, it happened, and of course, yeah, <laughs> it was just a disaster. Oh my gosh! And they, you know, two weeks later, I was back, and I had a talk show. Okay, <laughs> they said that this didn't, not news. Back to talk. I, that's a really funny story. It's just dreadful, but you know that happens. I don't know why that happens. I don't know. I got hired one time at a TV station, and I, I showed them everything I'd done. And they said, okay, the cameras are back over here. And, and I moved from L.A. To, to Baltimore, back to Baltimore to oh get this gosh. gig, right? And they thought I was a shooter. What? Yes. <laughs> I never said I was a shooter. There was nothing on my resume or my reel that, that had any kind of thing that... So. Oh, my gosh. Isn't that weird? I love it. <laughs> you know, broadcasting, it's this, you know, it's a wonderful beast. Yes. It's a wonderful life. Yeah. It's so, you find yourself in these crazy situations where you yeah. think, all right, well, I didn't expect that, but let's go for it. Yeah. You know, and you yeah. either, it either works out or it doesn't. I know, I know. And it's exciting. It's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, a, a world 
That is so special and so wild. Yeah. I ended up working for Evening Magazine. Remember Evening Magazine? Oh, yeah. We got a, we got a, we got a 60 share at 7.30. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's the most amazing phenomenon. That's, you know? oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Well, wow. back then, it was, you know, it was yeah. before cable. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know, you know, Evening was really big in Philadelphia. Oh, huge. Huge, yeah. Huge. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. So, um, are you finding yourself having to do more business and development than you did before? Uh, yes. How are you handling that? You know, I'm enjoying it. Yeah? Here's what I find interesting about uh, moving into this role. Your day is completely um, unexpected. You set oh. out with these goals, mm-hmm. and you get in, and everything is derailed, <laughs> and you sort of spin around for a moment uh, and then go at at it, removing obstacles and creating opportunities. So every day is how are we going to further the mission? So being really clear about where are we going? What's our goal? Even just today, what's our goal? And how do we make sure that the thousands of people that are listening right now are being served by mm-hmm. our service? Mm-hmm. Um, development is so important. And I think for a radio station in particular, we, we play music. We share music that we love. But that's not our entire story and we can't just tell our story to the, the people who are listening we need to go out mm-hmm. and tell our story to people who can benefit from it mm-hmm. so it's learning to tell our story um, in better ways and more creative ways and expand our outreach and that's been really exciting to to pursue yeah like what do you do <laughs> yeah what do we do what do you do no you me you yeah I mean, what's a day like? You know, yeah. we, we know what a day like is for a program director, right. pretty much. I mean, right. even if people who are not in broadcasting have a certain sense yeah. of, of what a program director does, you yeah. know, chase after DJs and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> make sure all the funding credits are in and, yeah. you know, and all the other stuff that's going on. And if it's snowing, what are, what are you going to do? Are you going to close the station tonight? Or, right. You know, right. But, um, but your role has changed now. Yeah. So what do you do? Well, uh, yeah, great. That's a great question. What do I do? And every day is different, but, but a typical day could be, why don't I take the information, the data that's been collected by myself in the role of program director and now our new program director, Matt Rogers, and think about that. Okay, so we learned that we haven't played many recordings of minority composers. I'm sitting there looking at a performance space that sure could use a wood floor and a little more soundproofing and a new console. Mm -hmm. So if I could find a person, a corporate sponsor or an acoustician to come in and refurbish that performance space as a recording studio, I could make more recordings of minority composers and put them on the air. Mm -hmm. I could also then have uh, a source for more revenue by renting out that recording studio and making it available to so many of our talented musicians in town. Okay, so how do we do that? I'll get on the phone. I called uh, a man who works for Oregon Lumber who's already donated the wood, Mm. and we're going to make that happen. Mm -hmm. Second on the list... A big surprise when I moved into this role is that our bandwidth is being repacked uh, around the country. It's called the Spectrum Sale. So right now, for example, Channel 6 is hoping to sell their bandwidth to T-Mobile. We just happen to live on the same tower. 
So now our little radio station, our little, we're the little radio station that could, um, broadcasting at 5,900 watts, which is like a fifth of what KBU broadcasts yeah. at, for example. Our little radio station has to migrate from our tower to another tower so that we're not off the air 10 hours a day for six months, which would kill us. Yeah. So yeah. last week, I worked all week on identifying another tower in town where we could go, where we'd have the same coverage, working on leases to make sure that we're not going to go broke moving because it's about a $400,000 move. Whoa. And it's completely unexpected. So every day there are these challenges. And I have to sort of say, okay, what's our priority? Who can help us with this? So I'm writing grants, working with our, I have an amazing team. We're small but mighty. And we just refocus, okay, we need to go after this grant today. And I just constantly pick up the phone and call people that can help us do amazing things for the community. So, and then in any given day, someone on the staff is going to have a problem because we're humans. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's then working with that person uh, compassionately and diplomatically and fairly to make sure that they're okay because I value them not only as a person, but Mm -hmm. as a professional for the organization. So it's constant. um, It's like a puzzle. It's a giant puzzle. And my brain hurts at the end of the day. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but God, it's worth it. So what do you do to, to take care of yourself when I, your brain hurts? I will figure that out. Um, <laughs> I haven't figured that out yet. <laughs> I love to cook. I will cook. Uh, and uh-huh. uh, that sort of relaxes the muscles. And then I eat it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. And huh. I talk to great people, you know, like yeah. you. I mean, it's just, it helps to talk. Yes. You know, yes. and laugh. Right. I laugh a lot. Yeah. 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 Thank goodness. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm, 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 I'm certain that your show is also helpful yeah. in that regard because what people don't know is that doing radio is therapeutic. It is. It really is. For crazy people like us. <laughs> well, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, and it sort of depends on what you're doing, but, yeah. you know, no matter, pretty much no matter what you're doing, Yeah. Uh, I mean... I, I, it's not that way for people who are, you know, doing stuff on, you know, in, in broadcasting that they don't like. Right. Okay. That, I mean, I've, right. Done, I've done that. Yeah. You me know, too. I, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I worked at an ad agency that did screaming car commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> God I bless mean, you. You can. It's 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 funny for about the first three weeks. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, I've done those voiceovers where it's like, yeah. is something stuck in your crawl space? <laughs> Call this number. And they're dead serious. Like, that is a real ad that I That's had to great. read. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 1-800-CRAWLSPACE. Call now. You know, we've done it. If you've worked in this industry, you've done that stuff. <laughs> but it really is, uh, you know, people, you know, I mean, I guess people know that we like doing it. Yeah. But they don't know what it does for us. Yeah. It is, yeah, it's such a gift to, to, to be able to do it. And you, must, you must miss your daily show. You know, I don't yet, um, yeah. but I well, worried about so that. Yeah. I'm so busy. I yeah. worried about that because it's why, it's why I love radio. Right. You know, the actual medium and the, and the intimacy of it, like we were talking about earlier. Yeah. But thank goodness I've got that Sunday brunch where it's yes. totally creative. Yeah. It's, it's my time to take off my administrative hat Mm-hmm. And just do radio. Make radio. So what is the show? 
Sunday brunch is, I call it, an exploration of cultures through delicious music. <laughs> and it, that's, it's just that. It's, um, it's music from Argentina and Japan and uh-huh. Brazil and Peru and Colombia. And then, you know, all of the great um, classical music canon interwoven into that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was trying to think of who I played the first weekend I was on. Um, the great Dutch singer, Ellie Omling, uh-huh. singing In a Sentimental Mood. I mean, talk about an artist that can cross over. So it breaks down the boundaries quite a bit. And then, then I talk about brunch. Like, what are you, are you flipping your pancakes to this, you know, Vivaldi? Mm -hmm. And it's just a lot of fun. And I think eventually we will broaden the scope of the show to have guests come on and talk about, you know, what, what they're using, which sparkling wine from the region they're using for their mimosa or, you know, what they're making at their great cafe for brunch because we're uh-huh. such a foodie town. Yeah, yeah, totally. um, But right now it's just let's explore cultures through music. Huh. Yeah. So it's, it's really, it's feeding my soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do yeah. yeah. you get to talk much? Uh, I do. I talk, uh, but I actually really enjoy um, weaving pieces together. Oh, yeah. So there'll be three or four back yeah. to back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I can just sort of interject a little bit here and a little bit there. Yeah, making a set is, is an art in itself. It's an art. It is. And in classical music, you don't do it that much. Right. You know, it's like, here's right. your 46-minute symphony. Yeah. You're not going to pair it with something no. else, right? No. But these little baby pieces, it's so mm-hmm. special. And mm-hmm. and there is an art to that. Yeah. The fade out and yeah, the yeah. overlap and yeah, the, yeah. the feeling. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, uh well, it's easier for for what I do, yeah. Because you know, there's there's lyrics and there's themes and yeah, you know, stuff like that. So uh, that's so cool, though. It's fun to do. It's really fun. It's yeah. Really fun. How how long does it take you to put it all together? <laughs> <laughs> I take a lot of stuff out there with me. Yeah, and then and then it's organic. Yes, I love it's that. It's like old time FM radio. I love radio. that. It is. You are the real deal. It yes, is, it's just like it's just. Yeah. It's not programmed three months ago. No. Yeah, because that's how I do it. Oh. Even oh, yeah, now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, no, it's just fun, you know. Yeah. I mean, I call it like a lot, of, a lot of, Sometimes I'll I'll have, you know, I'll have twenty minute sets where I'll I'll, I'll do a theme and, and I'll I'll put that together, but. You know, like last week, I, I called it a shuffle play show. <laughs> I love it. You know? Yeah. It didn't turn out that way because you can't help. You can't help. If, if you're doing it that way, though, you can't help making a set. Yeah. Because you play what follows. Right. You know? Right. And then you find yourself going down these rabbit holes. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a, a colleague in Maine, um, In Tune by Ten, Sarah Willis is her name, mm-hmm. and she hosts this great show. And she said she can't she can't listen to the radio because she's listening to the piece on the radio, and and she's she's already picturing what needs to come next. Yes. You know, oh, it's sure. a disease. It's a sure, radio it disease. <laughs> and I used to. She goes, it would drive me crazy because then yeah. what I was hearing in my head yeah. would not be what came came next, <laughs> and it would freak me out. You know, like it's really interesting. Yeah, and that's fun. You know. Um, I happened to, I happened to run across. Uh, uh, I used to live with a poet. Yeah. And uh, I happened to run across a piece, a, po- a poem she wrote about me. Ooh. Yes and no. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it was very honest. Uh, and uh, 
And it really affected me because I hadn't read it for 10 years or maybe more because it's been, it's been a long time. Yeah. And it, it, it led into a set. Wow. You know? Oh, I mean, yeah. I kicked it off with uh, um, the main title tune from, uh, not the title tune, but the main tune from Baghdad Cafe. Oh, yeah. I'm Calling You by Javetta Steele. Yeah. And that was our song. Wow. And it just Look went, at that. I know, I know. And it just went from there. And it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's funny how you do you know, I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm lucky I get to do that. But it is amazing how real life, you know, plays yeah. such a role in your art. Sure. You know, I remember when I went through a bad breakup in Chicago and I can laugh about it now, but the oh, yeah. pianist who's, who was working with me, she was mm-hmm. Russian pianist, fantastic, Lisa Zilberman from Ukraine, actually. And she, she said to me, she was so funny, there was this, it was a French waltz, and I was singing it, and just before we went on stage, we were running through it, and she said, Susie, Susie, it's a happy waltz. <laughs> I said, well, it's not today. <laughs> and it was so therapeutic, talk about therapy, I went out there, I sang that waltz like it was, you know, my death march. And then I walked off stage and said, I feel great. Yes, I, I feel course. so much better. Of course. Yeah. I'll let that out. Let's move. Let's go. Let's go, you know, get some, some good food now. Yeah. So are you, are you doing any singing in Portland? Um, I, I did some singing with uh, Friends of Chamber Music mm-hmm. and with some of the Oregon Symphony musicians and Classical Up Close. Mm-hmm. And I look forward to doing that again. Most of the singing I do is on the East Coast or in Europe ah. because, and this is something I struggle with every day, I have a hard time putting myself in the spotlight where I'm working in radio because I feel it's my job to put the spotlight on the many talented artists of our community. So I was asked to sing on on one of our shows mm-hmm. and I I said no, 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 there are too many talented sopranos in this in this region, I can't put myself on before I would give them the opportunity. So I find it really hard. Um, I'm going to do a recital in the fall um, ah. to keep my chops up mm-hmm. and and mm-hmm. also to do something here. But I mostly sing elsewhere. Sing? I'll probably do, um, it's a project I've been working on for a while, French pieces circa World War II. Uh, paired with American art songs. So that crossover where it was sort of like everybody was flirting with this American kind of jazz influence Uh on the classical music, Eric Satie and Poulenc and and Ned Roram and, Uh uh, you know, I just, and Gershwin. And a recital like that would really be quite fun. Well, that's classical without borders. It sure is. Yeah. (laughs) It yes. is. Yeah. 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 I lo- and I, lo- I like pushing the envelope and uh-huh. expanding um, horizons in that way. Yeah. 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 We, we don't have too many people who write art songs yeah. in Portland, except one is Rachel Taylor Brown. Ooh. She does write art songs. Not yeah. like those. Right. But, you know, in, in her, in her own way. I should look at her songs, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, so... Um, are you off work now or do you have to go back? I've got to go back. Um, in fact, yeah, got to go back. And it'll be a late night. These days are long, but they're worth every every minute. You know, I come home. The other day I was there uh, at the station until about 11. Uh-huh. And, you know, I turned off the lights and I looked up and I thought, God, I'm so lucky. I love this so much. Yeah. Because if I didn't, I would be really in pain right now. You know, this would be a really long day. But it didn't feel, it was like, you know, 14-hour day. It didn't feel that long because I love what we're doing so much. 
Did you ever think you would end up running an organization like this? <laughs> um, no, not like this. Um, I mean, you might have, you know. Yeah, I thought about it, and I've been asked to step into this mm -hmm. kind of a role before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, like, I like making things better, and I like mm -hmm. taking something and bringing it to the next level, figuring out what's working and what's not working. So it does feel right. Um, this happened quickly, quicker than I, than I thought, but I feel very lucky to be, have been here, you know, at this time when, when our trajectory in, in this community is just, you know, skyrocketing. And with people listening, six million people from 200 countries, this is an opportunity to really showcase the Pacific Northwest globally mm -hmm. through our platform, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, it's, a, it's an important time to keep the arts alive, too, in every way. And they are alive. Yeah. Right. Like, so alive. Yeah. Uh, but, but we need to do our part. To make sure that's the case, don't don't ask musicians that because they all complain. <laughs> I know <laughs> that's what musicians do; they complain. They're artists. Yes. Yes, we love them. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when I have to deal with writers. <laughs> sure. Oh, well, you're surrounded. You're just surrounded. For... I under because no, I understand. Yeah. I do understand. Yeah. Yeah, because it's uh, I've always subscribed to the. The axiom that it, the pleasure is in having written, mm. you know, the old line about just it's, writing is easy. Just open up a vein. <laughs> right. All you have to do. Right. <laughs> right. That's all you have to do. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah. It's true. It's yeah. yeah. Do you, are you um, do you, are you habitual? Like when you're creating something, whether it's a radio show or writing something, do you get up at a certain time and go to it? No. Okay, you're you're no, free I'm totally flowing. Deadline driven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Always have been. Yeah. And I, I and generally bump up against it. Yeah. Which I yep. like. Yep. There's a there's an adrenaline thing mm -hmm. about having to have it done. Yeah, you're speaking you know? my language. <laughs> it's like Bernstein said something about, you know, if you want something it, it's done, you know, you've got to give you a deadline that's unachievable basically right. you know yes. this type of yes. totally paraphrasing it's true yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know the thing is what are you going to do if somebody comes in late I had a piece come in yesterday a wonderful wonderful Q&A on Charles Moffat uh, uh, um, uh, Charnette Moffat okay Charles son named yeah. after Charles and Ornette yeah um, and it was a wonderful Q&A Problem was his gig was last last Saturday. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's okay though. I mean, because it's still valid. It's still, I'm sure. You I'm know, sure it's very interesting, the, right? The, powers, <laughs> the, the timeliness. Power, the powers that be at the jazz festival were oh, not too no. happy. That, uh, but it was a classic piano, so they didn't have a lot of chairs to fill. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Hey, what are you gonna do? Say la vie, you know? right? The piece is now done, and it's, and it's available, <laughs> yeah. and there you go. Yeah. I know, right? You win some, you lose some. That's just the way it is. Well, I've been doing this too long to be really get bent out of shape. I used to get bent out of shape. Oh, I was Really? Bent. I was not really? good. Really? No, it was not, not good for the blood pressure either. No, no. That's why I have a pacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> I see how you figured that out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, my, my, I have low blood pressure. The other day, I... I almost you want some of mine? Fainted. Yeah, I'll take some of yours. Some. That's perfect. Yes, please. Uh, yeah, and the woman said, your blood pressure is really low. I said, well, I'm, I'm bored. 
<laughs> she said, no, that's not it. And I just laughed. I said, I'm kidding. I'm not bored. <laughs> yeah. She said, eat more salt. Okay, done. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. Well, listen, thank you so much oh. for taking time out of your day. I know, this is, you know you're you. really busy with this, this, this new gig, and I'm happy that you're loving it, and I just you know, hope you succeed and, thank and, you. and uh, take the station to even service to even greater heights. I can't help it. I call it a, call it a station. It is a station. It is a station. It's a great yeah. station and yeah. a great community service. Yes. So you are right. both. But you're amazing, and I really appreciate this opportunity to sit down and talk to you. Um, I'm a fan, and I appreciate, I appreciate being here. Thanks. Thanks so much. Thank you.